Do you ever feel this way where you feel like you're wasting your life? Like you could have been more, you should be bigger. You know, you should have this company or this ministry or this, you know, thing and that your time is kind of run out. Family man. Welcome to the Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. This is the show where we remind dads of what's most important. I'm your host, Scott Moore. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Todd, how's it going? It's going good, Scott. Now you're you're not sounding great. Are I feel you? Like that was a weak attempt. I, I, <clears throat> hey, Todd, how's it going? Uh, that I, sounded a little better. Yeah. Uh, are you getting sick? I don't know. I'm trying to fight off something, I think, but I'm not letting myself accept the fact that I'm sick yet. So <laughs> I think that's 90% of it. You just go, I'm not thick. I am not thick. Exactly. I am not dying. I am good. You know, and then you just do it. You just do it. Yes. So are you already? I mean, how's Christmas plans coming for at the Moore house? I mean, really specifically in the dad husband department are y'all ready have you gotten your wife you know her amazing gift or a, I, I don't have any amazing gifts this year just but i am making progress we're about on track for where we normally are at this time of year which is <laughs> to say good. i haven't really started much so uh, <laughs> we have the tree up and that's good i did get rid of the the washer and dryer that was sitting out back those <laughs> the, make the good christmas one. decorations <laughs> Yeah, uh, not to my wife. She was not happy that they were out there at all. Yeah. My son I and I it. got them around to the front and someone took them within minutes yesterday. <laughs> That's what I we have learned. You don't have to take stuff to the trash anymore. You put it out there and write free on a piece of cardboard and they are gone within minutes. That did not work with the little mini fridge that I still have. <laughs> I got to yeah. get rid of it somehow, but. Anyway. The mini fridge has Freon in it, and they yeah. know they're going to have to pay to get rid of it, you know. Uh, yeah, I'm, I get it. I get it. Yeah, they probably fixed your your, your washer and dryer is probably running better than it ever has in someone else's house right now. But God bless them. I hope <laughs> they have many years of success with that washer and dryer. Exactly. But exactly. as far as Christmas goes, we have, um, so this is tech week for our musical for the, what am I trying to say? Our theater company that my kids and wife do stuff with. They're so, in a theater company? Wow, that sounds impressive. It is pretty good. Um, they've done a couple of original shows, and then they do other stuff. Um, Are they doing something Christmassy doing right now? a Christmas carol, the version that Alan Menken wrote the music for. Oh, really? I didn't know there was a version like that. Yeah, it's the one that Kelsey Grammer played Scrooge in, apparently. I don't know. I've no, never I'll seen it. that up. From what I'm hearing, it's great, and my my son Luke is playing the um, the flashback Scrooge when he's the young, young Scrooge. And, and in love, and his That's his cool. bride to be dumps him. <laughs> so apparently, there's a great song in that. We'll see. Now, that's not that's not based on the Scrooge, the old one, is it? 
the musical where they sing thank you very much no the, mu- the music's all new i think um, oh yeah because that's that's a classic that's a classic i'm discovering that even though i've read a christmas carol not that many years ago mm-hmm. the the actual book um still my entire frame of reference is a muppet christmas carol so. a muppet's christmas carol is maybe the best version yes. of the christmas carol i wholeheartedly agree I mean, Charles Dickens messed it up when he didn't pick a blue thing <laughs> as the narrator. Yes. Uh, I mean, he could have really, and really scored one there. Robert Marley should have been included in the original story <laughs> along right. with Jacob. Or Marley and Marley, <laughs> yes. avarice and pride. <laughs> yeah, they should have. Well, have you seen, uh, I didn't see this at the movie theaters, but did you hear about the movie Journey to Bethlehem that is at the movie theaters? No. How did I miss this? You know, it's a musical of the nativity, uh, you know, the the, the birth of Christ. And um, my daughter saw it twice at the movie theater, and then she bought it on Amazon Prime. So we were able to share that because we can do that, you know. Just one of those things that was only shown in a little theater in Indiana. No, it was shown other other places. You can look it up. I think it is amazing. Okay. Um, I know one of my kids was like, Dad, that's not even, you know, that's not in the Bible. It's kind of a cross between actually the movie called The Nativity and uh, The Greatest Showman. So there are a lot of, all the songs are contemporary, um, but they're not contemporary like they, you know, Mary, did you know? Not those, but um, where they... They're all written for this, and they're just, re- it's really good. I missed part of it in the middle because I had to go do a podcast. but And, of course, they have to take some liberties. And, and they even say, we took some liberties, but the message of the Savior is true. And, Dad, if you're one of those really sticklers, don't watch it. But if you just want to be encouraged and have your kids encouraged, it's it's worth a view. So that was a surprise for the year usually i'm not into those i don't know why i just don't like them but i was super impressed super impressed so anyway but uh things are going good here uh busy day today lots of stuff going on and my daughter's sick so that means my or not my daughter my daughter's kids are sick and so my wife's been trying to go over there and then you know my wife has stuff that she's backed up on and so it just makes a, a just a tad stressful here at the Wilson house. But I think we are getting close. There's this a little bit of we have so many movies we want to watch for Christmas that there is a little bit of uh, pressure to get certain movies in. And you've experienced this now, Scott. But you know how, like, everybody says, we want to watch The Grinch with Jim Carrey. All You know, don't watch that one without me. But nobody's here on the same night. So now we're like. We're basically in that dog eat dog. Well, you weren't here tough. You missed it. You'll have to watch it on your own somewhere. We're not that strict here. Oh, yeah. We you just, can just watch yeah. it whenever. Yep. If it's on and you miss it, you missed it. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to we're going to have to roll that way because uh, it's just getting too hard and impossible. And I even have a few of my married kids are like, well, we want to come over when you watch that one. I'm like, it's not going to happen. You're on your own. You, mm-hmm. We cannot schedule everybody for these so yeah that's too much it is too we're much. lucky if we can schedule a time that we'll all get together and say merry christmas <laughs> that is that is true you know it just like those sweet 
easy days and dads, I hope you're still in it, you know, when your kids are still little and it's just easy to control and do. And, um, it's so much fun. It's so much fun, but it gets harder, but it gets better too. Scott, have you been watching the gavel goat? Very sparsely. Not much. Actually, I need to get that going. They have kind of taken the, the fun out of joy it. <laughs> out of it. I mean, because it's like in lockdown, yeah. With a guard who patrols, sometimes I check in the evening and there's a guy out there who's trying to warm himself. They've had a lot of snow over in Yable and uh, he, he'll go around. I can see him stretching as he walks around the goat. And that's it's like, how are you supposed to burn the thing down when you've got a guard there all the time? Exactly. You know, I mean, they've taken the even the drunks. Or like, I don't know, there's a guy standing over there. <laughs> they got that big fence all around it. Uh, but if you haven't been listening to the show, you should go over to Visit Gavel, which is visit, just like the regular visit, G-A-V-L-E dot S-E forward slash. Well, just put Gavel Goat. You can put Gavel Goat and you'll find it in a search. Um, but it's a 24-hour goat cam of this giant straw goat that Scott and I have been watching for long time, a decade, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and the tradition has been that they burn it down. People try to burn it down. They try to protect it. That's why the fence and the guard, but it is glorious about this time. You know, you don't want to get to be burned down too early, but this, and people, they only have a goat cam there because it has been burned down. You know, they wouldn't have one. If it hadn't, so she's standing or he's standing. If you want the whole story, go to YouTube and just type in gavel goat. If you don't get it right away, it's arson as a Christmas tradition calling the gavel goat. There's a, <laughs> it's three minutes. It's a great little summary of the history of the goat and how many times it's burned. And and it's this British dude telling it. And it, it's very, it fun. sounds better. Yes, <laughs> we should. Maybe we should do the show with that. See if we can say Scott. That guy. <laughs> I say. So, have you checked over at the gavel goat lately? You know, and 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 it's been twenty four hours since I was in Yavle, and in the time <laughs> since I was there, the goat has burned down. <laughs> That's pretty much what exactly. He says. <laughs> so I think that would add some. We could probably get more views here, actually, uh, if we did that. No one's watching this, Todd. They're just listening. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, if you still have put off getting your calendars, Dad, your U to Dad daily calendars, let me just tell you right now, you're going to get caught watching the paint dry because we have a stack out there. I'm, I'm, I'll, this is my last stack. It's a pretty big stack, about 150 calendars, but we sold a chunk of them already today. And at the end, don't, you know, give me that little sob story like, I really wanted one. Do you have any leftover? Because I won't have any leftover. I'm saying if you need one or two or three, um, someone just emailed me today and said, I just bought six. Will it get here in time for Christmas? It probably will. You got lots of time still, um, but you better get moving now because in a short period of time, there ain't going to be any more and I won't be able to make any more. You will have to wait a whole year. The elves have stopped making them already. They have stopped making them because, as I've said in the past, this is a non-renewable uh, little thing. So, 
like this is a union outfit <laughs> they <quit. yes. laughs> but they're not good for anything after the beginning <laughs> of the year you know just like yeah i've got a whole bunch of these on sale uh so we love to see them all go well hey scott we were going to talk about something today that i thought was interesting but I, i'm gonna to have to make it up because as i was talking to you earlier um i've been saving this article for us to talk about but I cannot find the exact quote that I was thinking of. So hopefully I'm not going to put anything upon this person that isn't true because I'm positive I read it. Maybe it moved. But uh, you're familiar with the name Kevin McCarthy, who was the Speaker of the House there for a while and then was removed from that. Yep. And uh, apparently he is stepping down. He's not going to run for reelection. And, of course, that makes big news and Republicans are worried and Democrats are hopeful and nobody cares. <laughs> and a lot of people don't care. But I thought his reasoning or maybe his his answer of why was really profound. And it's not a new thought for me. I've thought this for a long time, but I just it was fun to it was just neat to be. Uh, reminded again, but he basically said, and again, I can't find the quote, so I'm hoping this is, these are his words, basically said, you know, I've been in Congress, I've been in the Senate, I've been on, on the Hill. I like saying that, on the Hill. <laughs> um, <laughs> in fact, do you ever, have you ever met somebody who will refer to it as the Hill? Um, uh, well, no. I know some people who kind of do their little politics thing and they'll say, oh, you know, on the Hill. And they always—it's like they're making sure you know that they're better than you are. I don't know, but all that stuff out there. And he was saying, you know, our hope is not on the hill. You know, our hope is in families. Our hope is in the American family that, and dads and moms and families. And and then he quoted, even though I can't find it, uh, he quoted Ronald Reagan, who said, you know, more is done at the kitchen table than. In Congress. And I just thought that is so true. You know, and I think sometimes we forget that. We forget that what we do as dads and husbands is the most important thing we're ever, ever, ever going to do. Now, I wrote a book, you know, Dad Power, that talks about that. But I forget too, because sometimes it's easy to get sucked up into it. And Scott, I'm just going to, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Do you ever feel this way? where you feel like you're wasting your life. Like you could have been more, you should be bigger. You know, you should have this company or this ministry or this, you know, thing. And that your time is kind of run out. Every day, Todd. <laughs> Every, day. Every day of my life. Um, uh, but the, yes. you, you feel do. that, right? Oh yeah. I'm half kidding. When I say every day, <laughs> I do think about that a little too often. Because I was going to do lots of big things in ministry and life, and I was going to have you know written books and and recorded albums and toured the world and made movies and all kinds of stuff by now, and I'm not there. Yeah, and <laughs> and you know at at your age, yes, and I you start that to age, feel <laughs> like yeah, you start to feel like wow, I'm not you know 29 with the world, you know looking down the road at this of all, all these opportunities and it is tempting to feel like wow you know i'm not going to be there or i'm not going to 
And I can remember talking to more than one person who was older than me at the time. And now I'm older than they were, you know, and them kind of feeling that way, Mm -hmm. you know, even trying to talk themselves into, you know, I'm not done yet. I still got stuff to do. And at the time I thought you're done, buddy. (laughs) Your life is over. Uh, Your goose is cooked, buddy. (laughs) Exactly. And even at this time at, at Christmas, you know, where people are sending you their Christmas cards and, you get to see that they went on vacation or, you know, they, they're doing something yeah. amazing. Their kid just graduated West Point and, you know. Exactly. And, you know, With honors. In Geneva <laughs> doing something, yeah. Exactly. He, he started his startup and he sold it. For, yeah. yeah. You know, or I, I just got one yesterday from uh, somebody you would know. And, you know, they don't just talk about their family. They talk about their accomplishments. And, you know, and then on the back of their personal Christmas card, they have a place where you can donate uh, if you'd like to be a part of this. But on this thing, you know, they they have this giant building that they've been given and they're running. I mean, it looks like a giant complex. And I know my wife looks at that and then she thinks, yeah, people ask us, so what new projects are, what, what, what new exciting things are you doing in Family Man, Todd? And I'm like, I don't know, we're just, we're just maintaining, you know, we're just doing what we do best. And, but there's that comparison and, and even the, the other day, and I know this sounds so petty. The kids uh, had somebody over and uh, they drove in and, you know, it was a BMW SUV and it was shiny and, you know, it looked in stark contrast to all my rust buckets you know, in my driveway. And then one of my other friends, uh, not friends, one of my sons, he has a friend whose dad has super successful business. In fact, he sold it for $4 billion. Yeah. But he's still part of it. And, uh, you know, his son had a new truck and, you know, my other son, Abe, he's looking for a truck and he's hoping to get something, you know, that isn't too rusted apart. And, and he was looking at one, you know, had 187,000 miles on it and they were still asking a lot of money. And, and this kid, you know, he's got his new truck and my son goes, dad, do you know how many miles it has on it? 300. (laughs) And, you know, and it was just like a no big deal thing. And there, there's that feeling of, you know, I should have been more or, you know, they've all achieved and, you know, we're still, and it really is, it like wakes up this little thing inside of you, this envious monster mm-hmm. that is asleep when everything's going well. And then all of a sudden it starts to stir and you look at your own things and your own RV and you think, wow, this is junk. But I think there's that temptation again, as a dad to think that what really is, is important and this is stuff that happens in the headlines that happens in business and commerce and ministry and mccarthy was right and ronald reagan was right really the stuff that happens in your house is way more important than all that and those trappings are deceitful and they draw us away from the things that really really matter i mean right now i'm looking at our christmas card there it is scott you can see our christmas card you know, and we're all sitting there and I'm like, this is what matters. This is what matters. And 
and I'm the dad of all that. And I've been, you know, I've influenced my kids and they're influenced their kids. And, and man, that's the most important thing. It really, really is. That's not just a, a cute little thing to say. It's the truth. And, you know, we were talking about Charles Dickens and I've shared this before, but I remember when I was reading and I still feel this way when I was reading the uh, uh, Christmas story and you can read it in the original, uh, you know, with his little notes written by it, if you Google it. And I read through it and I can remember I was sitting in the bathroom doing whatever uh, reading and uh, I just got to the end and I, and I can remember praying. I mean, vividly remember praying. God, because it struck me that, you know, he wrote that 150, 60 years ago, and we're still we're still making versions of it right now. You know, the Muppets made a version of his story. And I just remember praying, God, could you let me write something that will impact lives 150 years from now? And I mean, before my words were out of my mouth, I mean, I could hear him say, you already have. And I knew right away he wasn't talking about anything I would write down. But the stuff that I've written in my kids' hearts will be read 150 years later and beyond. And that's not just a cute thing to say. That is the truth. And I think we need each other to remind each other of the truth because I forget that. I mean, I even last night, I'm, I'm always thinking about what could I write that would be impactful to others, you know, the world, you know, and I'm like, I don't need to. I, I'm doing it. I'm doing it now, not by my emails, not by my United Daily Calendar, but by being a dad. So my hat goes off to Kevin McCarthy, um, at least for that comment that I can't find. <laughs> Maybe I'm attributed to him. He didn't say any of that, but I do. And I, my hat goes off to you, dads doing the very same thing because whether you feel it or not it's the truth and you're doing something super 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 important scott well i need to close this out because i need to go take off but uh did you did you have any comments that were burning in your heart as i was waxing eloquently i did but they're flying out of my head because my i'm still brain dead and asleep oh, but uh okay it's weird how the shiny stuff can actually make you feel like maybe those people are better than me and Satan wants you to feel that, you know? Yeah. And like the world is never going to affirm you. Right. Being a dad, they're never going to give you the affirmation that you want that, Oh, this is a good thing. That's why you and I are here every week telling dads, you're doing a good job because no one else is going to tell you that for the most part, you know, maybe yeah. your kids, maybe yeah. your wife, but you even get nah. that look from them where they're like, yeah. <laughs> no, what they're going to say is, you don't even try. <laughs> yes. And and if you want the world to affirm you for doing what God has actually called you to do, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. And in fact, when it does affirm you, it's probably means because you're, you're going down the wrong direction. You're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Because they don't affirm. Uh, remember, we'd have Coach Rick on here. We've had him on a couple of times. And he said, you know, with children, he rewards the things that God rewards. So he doesn't, when they do their PE, he doesn't like give prizes to the fastest and the strongest. He gives prizes to those who have the best attitude and those who cheer the loudest and those who are kind to one another. 
And I think, you know, really, the, and the world does that. They don't, they applaud the things that God doesn't applaud, but you're doing the things that, that matter. And it's the truth. It's the truth. So I hope, I hope that's encouraging to you, but I need to be reminded and you need to be reminded, keep being a part of the team here, dad, because like Scott said, there aren't a lot of them who are reminding you of that. And yes, we blow it all the time. I mean, all the time without ceasing, but it still, it still matters. So, hey, again, if you're haven't started on your wife's Christmas stocking, get on it. I've been adding to the pile for my wife to stuff in her stocking. Ask your wife, is there something I can do to be helpful? And then do it. If she wants you to rap or watch kids or go run errands, do it. And uh, do it because, not because you're going to be rewarded from the world will go, oh, you're wasting your time. But do it because you did that. And that's our show for this week, Dad. Thanks for joining us for the Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. If you have a question for the show, email Todd at familyman at familymanweb.com. If you have a question for me, you can reach me at scott at unsocializedmedia.com. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week.